You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I am John. I'm here with my good friend and co host, the brains behind the whole operation, Mr. Tiny Sullivan. Hello. And we are bringing you another episode of weird and wild news stories from your world, your planet <laughs> that you live on, the planet Earth, on Earth Oddity Podcast. That's correct. How was that for an intro? Not bad, not yeah. bad. Yeah, I did all that straight off the top of my head. I'm sure nobody <laughs> could tell. How, how have you been this week? You know, the week leading into Christmas is always the craziest. Yeah. And this year... I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to pout too much because I know a lot of people have to work, you know, third shift constantly sure. and all the time. Right. I have a guy who typically swaps out with me, but he couldn't swap out last week, uh, so I was working nights. Yeah. The last week, you know, leading into Christmas, so it's, it's been a little crazy, but it's, yeah. it's been okay. How about you? It's been all right. I mean, it's the normal stresses of the holidays. Yes. Which. It's kind of wild that we pack everything into one month and make life <laughs> as difficult as we can just to celebrate the birth of the Savior. Right. You know? um, but that's what we do, and we're getting by, and it's almost over with. And We talked about this earlier, but I love December 26th. That's right, yeah. Because I got my stuff. And I don't have to go. I don't have to go see everybody. That's right. I don't have to go to five different homes to wish everyone Merry Christmas. I do have a post Christmas party to go to with my uh, wife's great uncle. He's really awesome, dude. That's always a lot of fun. So it's really a very low pressure event. So sounds nice. That'll be nice on Sunday, and uh, and then. But yeah, once once Christmas hits and you open up all your presents and you can kind of exhale after the holidays and actually remember what we're celebrating and everything, life is a lot easier. And then you move into New Year, which to me, completely useless <laughs> holiday, but I'm glad to have this an excuse Day to party. Off. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's one thing we know about Americans. If you give us an excuse to drink, we're going to drink, <laughs> yeah. you know, probably shoot guns, too. So. But you don't have to get presents for everybody. No, no. And New Year's, at least in my family, it's not one we have to travel around. Oh, no. Like a circus. Yeah, and right. go see all the family that we yeah. have around. My wife will go to sleep before, sorry, that's her texting me right now, <laughs> before New Year's. I don't remember the last time she stayed up. Till like the ball dropped or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, it's wow. like of no importance to her. Mm -hmm. Which twenty years ago for New Year's, shout out to my buddy Paul West. Um, we were in a swamp in Florida at a concert and uh, stayed up all night and partied and everything. And Deidre was right there by my side the whole time. And <laughs> what a difference twenty years makes. So. <laughs> 
which you can check out the Jazz Me Blues show, WDVX.com, on New Year's Eve. Paul will be broadcasting from midnight till sunrise. Nice. In honor of this 20-year anniversary of this amazing experience <laughs> we all had together, where the band we were at and seeing played from midnight to sunrise without taking really any breaks. So it's pretty uh, wild. Nice. I mean, they had a porta potty on stage, I think, so they could go pee and probably do some <laughs> cocaine and stuff in, you know. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was a pretty wild experience for us. So Paul's going to recreate that in the radio studio. So gotcha. if you're sitting around and want to listen to us a public radio out of Knoxville, Tennessee, he's your guy. Check it out. Well, you got any good stories this week? Man, I have so many good stories that I don't even know which ones I'm going to do. I'm definitely doing one here about the homeowner who has swastikas and Confederate flags all around his house, and but he claims they're not racist. So. <laughs> I'm going to give a few minutes for everybody just to think about what state that might be from. Okay? Yes. I just want everybody to think about that. I uh, got a Florida man story, too, that's pretty good. What about nice. you? Well, we have uh, Santa Claus hiding in a couple's bedroom closet. We have a list of UFO sightings in the year of 2019. But I wanted to start off with this one. Okay. Utah man found dead in a freezer with a notarized letter oh. saying that his wife wasn't responsible for his death. Okay. Well, let's notarize. You have to <laughs> yes. realize that's probably true. <laughs> yes. This comes from CNN. It says, when Jean Sauron Mathers, now, her, her main name Mathers. is Sauron. Oh, okay. The big right. bad from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right. Is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the all-seeing eye or whatever? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she died in November. Uh, police in Toole, Utah, were startled to find the body of her husband, Paul, in a chest freezer at the couple's home. Wow. That wasn't all. Police also discovered a notarized letter from Paul stating that his wife was not responsible for his death, according to a search warrant unsealed this week. Wow. Investigators now believe that Paul Mathers died a decade ago, and they are investigating the possibility that monthly payments to him from Veterans Affairs and Social Security kept coming in after his death. Heck yeah. <laughs> Sergeant Jeremy Hansen of the Toole Police Department said investigators have filed subpoenas and are still awaiting financial records. The VA payments would total at least $177,000, wow. Hansen said. Wow. That's a pretty good motive Hefty. to hide your husband's yeah. death. Right. <laughs> Paul Mathers is believed to have died between February 4th, 2009 and March 8th, 2009. He had been diagnosed with a terminal illness and was being treated at a local Veterans Affairs Medical Center. That And he was last seen there on February 4th, 2009. Huh. But before he died, Paul Mathers wrote a letter stating that his wife was not responsible for his death. And that letter was notarized in December of 2008. Detectives tracked down the notary, and she said that she didn't read it. She just stamped it. Okay. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't really know what goes into a notary's duty, yeah. but I would think at least have some familiarity with what you're putting your seal on, right? I mean, you don't want to just go around stamping everything. That's how you get to notarizing <laughs> a letter that somebody's wife didn't kill him. Yes. Sergeant Hansen declined to disclose Paul Mathers' illness. Gene Sauron Mathers, 75, died in November from what appears to be natural causes. Okay. Uh, that is the end of the article, but I actually read in another article that she lived at an assisted living facility. Oh. 
in that she told her all her friends that her husband left okay. at the ripe old age of almost 80. So found him some, like, <laughs> you know, 70-year-old is hot to trot, <laughs> yeah. ran off with her. Okay. So. It's a wild story, but I don't really mind people gaming the government in this situation, <laughs> right? Yes. Like, this is an elderly woman. He apparently served our country. Just keep paying her. That's fine. The crazy thing is, how do you, how do you if you're like a whatever 70-year-old lady she was when he died, how do you get him into the freezer? You know? I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a tough one. You don't think he would have got in there himself, do you? Maybe so. She's like, <laughs> just close the lid, give me my letter, and I love you, baby. I'll see you in heaven. Uh, how about this? You make the freezer as comfortable as possible, and you climb in there, and then when you pass, that's when she shuts it and plugs it up. Yeah. Maybe so. <laughs> Seems that's saying. right. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I think you're on to something. I'm a problem solver. I think you're on to something. But I feel sorry for that. I I bet you the uh, notary public, whatever they're called, Mm -hmm. they're losing their little privileges to do that from now on. (laughs) Yes. Because while you're reading the story, I was thinking, like, what do you say to the person who notarizes the letter? Like, do you say, well, I just want to make sure my bases are covered for my life insurance or something Mm -hmm. when you walk in and say, hey, I need you to notarize this? I mean, that's a a good question. I mean, because I was wondering. Could you take the tact, hey, you're a notary, notarize this? Right, yeah. You know? Well, we know <laughs> a notary. Do what you're supposed to do. We know, uh, you know, Jayla's a notar- notar- notarizer. Notarizer. Notary public, I think, is what they're called. Okay. And I imagine, I, having known her for so long, I could probably be like, hey, Jayla, can you notarize this for me and just hand her a piece of paper and she would do it. So maybe it was like a close friend or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, didn't feel like they were doing anything nefarious. You right. Know? And so that's why she didn't read it. I don't know, though. I don't know. What do you have to do to become a notary? Uh, I think it's a blood sacrifice. Because <laughs> I was thinking, what if I became one and then I just started collecting documents from people, <laughs> notarized documents <laughs> saying that their opinion is this is the best podcast they've ever listened <laughs> it's to? Not a bad idea. <laughs> not a bad idea. So then when someone tells us that our podcast sucks, we can be like, well, we got documents right. here, notarized They're documents notarized. stating otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Take that with your one star review. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to you, coffee time. <laughs> <laughs> so like we uh we have like uh they look just like a notary seal for each of our stores that they use for their packing slips to let us know that it's been delivered or whatever mm-hmm. well we will at times have to send out collection letters and one of our collection managers when she does that will take that little seal that just says like spiller furniture tuscaloosa alabama or whatever <laughs> And stamp it on there, and people call her immediately because they think it's like a legal document or something <laughs> like that. That's a pretty good little trick. But she told me, I was like, that's ah, pretty genius to do that. But <laughs> yes. if they would actually look at it, it just says like the store's name and right. all that. So that's I think funny. that's pretty awesome. Well, I mean, I'm glad they were able to keep getting her, her benefits from her past on husband. And that's- now that she's herself passed out of this yeah. world she's not going to face any repercussions yeah. for what she did you're gonna have to write that off you know <laughs> yes. like i don't I guess you could go to her kids and make them pay there's probably some law that says oh, that, man. That i hope you case. couldn't but i wouldn't put it past uncle sam yeah. to do that right you know i was be like i don't know these people i'm not their child <laughs> <laughs> you yes. know? here's a notarized document <laughs> saying i divorced them that's right <laughs> yeah i've had no contact with them for the past 40 years yeah <laughs> let's move on to the to our wonderful government we yes. love our government really nothing big has happened this week with the government that we need to talk about 
So that's why I'm on <laughs> this story. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Really. Really. Nothing. I mean, you talk about a snooze fest. Yeah. Yeah. They're very boring. Very no boring. protest across the nation. No. No. No, no one's been charged with any crimes or anything. <laughs> I, it's just I, nothing. It's just yeah. been a normal, normal week. Uh, but next up is the Department of Agriculture accidentally lists Wakanda on the free trade list. <laughs> okay. So for those not familiar, Wakanda is where Black Panther's from. Is that correct? That's you know, correct. Not all up on He's my the king. He is the ruler and oh, king I didn't know he was of the king. Wakanda. I just yes. thought he was like the ninja of it or whatever. Well, he is, but he's, he's also ninja he's, and king. He's ninja and king he's of king. Wakanda. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The United States Department of Agriculture accidentally listed Wakanda on its free trade list on December 18th. Twitter user Francis, oh, how do you say that name? Tsing Sing po- pointed out on Wednesday that the fictional country that served as a setting for the 2018 Marvel film Black Panther was listed on the website as a trade agreement partner uh, with the Department of Agriculture tariff tracker. So apparently we've levied some tariffs on Wakanda. <laughs> You're not getting all that vibranium in here right. for free. Yeah, we're gonna get some tax money on that. Well, Donald Trump. I mean, he makes he makes great deals. <laughs> Singh wrote alongside a screen capture showing Wakanda appearing on the trade list that Wakanda is listed as a U.S. free trade partner on the USDA website? Question mark. The website had hundred uh, hundreds of data inputs for Wakanda including commodity groups it offered like fresh vegetables, unroasted coffee, essential oils, and livestock. So No vibranium, though. No vibranium. (laughs) But uh, it's kind of wild. They got essential oils listed like (laughs) Baptist women went crazy everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) They're ready to try to get some imported. If if essential oils is coming from Wakanda, I'm like, maybe it does work. I might get on board. (laughs) Maybe it does cure cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. USDA spokesman Mike Illenberg told NBC News Wakanda had been used for testing the system tracker and they forgot to take it down. That's genius. Yeah. 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 Over because the, how, how often does the, what is this, the, the trade? Yeah, the trade tracker. Yes. Yeah. How often does the trade tracker make the news? I don't know. You know right. This is really know pretty brilliant. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says, over the fat past few weeks, the Foreign Agricultural Service staff who maintained the tariff tracker has been used to test files to ensure that the system is running properly, Illenberg said. He said the Wakanda information should have been removed after testing and now been take- and has now been taken down. So rest assured we're not <laughs> levying tariffs or trading with Wakanda, yeah. at least that they want you to know That's about. That's like wink, wink. Yeah, right. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird now. There's been a lot of alien talk coming from the government or unidentified flying object talk coming from the government. And now we're like trading with Wakanda, too. (laughs) I don't know if those are interconnected, but it seems that way. Well, I mean, if if there wasn't a Wakanda with flying machines. Right. Yeah. All this advanced technology that would explain these weird things flying around in our airspace. And um, I just. I want to just go on record that I have seen Black Panther. You know, I'm not huge <laughs> on movies or superheroes, but my son wanted to go see it. So we watched it in the movie theater together and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Very action packed. Yes. But uh, you need to clean up your website. <laughs> yeah. But like you say, this could have been an all just an underlying PR thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe Trump was like, I want everyone to know who we're 
levying tariffs on and what right. our trade agreements are. So run Wakanda out there and see. Yeah. I wouldn't think he would think enough to do that, but it'd be brilliant if he did. It was probably some 20 something intern. Yep. Who's like setting all this stuff up because his boss doesn't know how the internet right. works. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and they were just like, Hey, to test out our tracker, I'm going to run Wakanda through there. Check this out. Yeah. Hey, look, I got, a, I got essential oils and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unroasted coffee. It's really brilliant. Yeah. Really brilliant. The only way they could have made it better is if they would have listed vibranium yeah, as a right. commodity. Well, we're actually probably trading with them for that. So that's why they didn't put it on. Right. There. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of UFO reports, I feel like you were just lobbing that up like a softball. Nah. <laughs> we have a list from the New York Post. It says 2019 was a banner year for credible UFO sightings. Now, I would like to put credible there in air quotes. Okay. I'm doing that editorially. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, before you get into this, I had another story that I didn't even mention because it's so scientifically technical. Yeah. I don't want to go into it because I'm not smart enough, and I know I'll bore our listeners probably. But there have been a hundred red objects disappear in the last 70 years in space. So like 70 years ago, they took a picture of a certain segment of space and there was mm -hmm. a red object like a star. And now we've taken another picture and it's gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what's, is that a Dyson sphere, you think? They don't know. They said the alien technology could be part of it. It could be that there is a phenomenon that we have yet to discover. Um, but would, what it couldn't be is just crappy cameras from the 70s who knows, taking pictures. Right. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, just want to throw that out there if anybody wants to do their own research. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm not going to do your research for no, you. not going to do your research for you. <laughs> Which, how, I, this is completely off the subject. I know you got this story to do, but Wednesday night at church, it was just, to begin with, it was just me, <laughs> Tiny. And Third Eagle. And the Third Eagle. And we went in down a rabbit hole on Tupac being alive, Elvis being a CIA agent who's still alive. Project Blue Beam. Project Blue Beam. Yeah. I think maybe, MK, I think we mentioned MK Ultra too. Yes. And then all of a sudden, Randall, who is like uh, my dad's age, a very straight laced guy, really great guy. I mean, yes. really an awesome dude. Just walks in into the middle of all that. And I just wonder when he was like driving home, what he was like, man, these three guys are crazy. You know, yes. so we were throwing out some wild stuff. And also Randall strikes me as the kind of guy who probably difficult for him to tell when we're just kidding around. Yeah, right, yeah. When we're being serious. Right. You know? well, once he got there, I started trying to pull it out again. You know, <laughs> this came up by like, you think Elvis is alive? Like, Heck yeah, Elvis is alive. You know? <laughs> yes. You think they're going to just bury him in his backyard? <laughs> yeah. That, that oh, was a really man. wild. I thought about that when I was laying down and I was, got so tickled. I was like <laughs> shaking the bed because I was laughing and trying to be quiet. It was so funny. So funny. <laughs> well, anyway, Back to UFOs here. Yeah, sorry. Let's get back to serious <laughs> stuff. Once thought to be fictional works used to sell tabloids, 2019 has been awash with news of UFOs, aliens, and strange phenomena. All right. Including reports with video from verifiably sane sources. In May, the Pentagon admitted that it investigates UFOs soon after Navy pilots claimed to not have only seen but recorded UFOs during training exercises in 2004 and 2015. We've talked about that on the show before. That's right. In November, another report in Popular Mechanics confirmed that after the 2004 incident, two unknown individuals took the data tapes away and wiped the Navy hard drive. Oh. I was not aware of that. No. So, no. 
<laughs> Will Smith. Could have been Elvis. Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. They showed <laughs> right. up and pulled all their, their data. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, just around the time the popular mechanics report was released, unidentified flying objects were captured on video off North Carolina's Outer Banks, and the Army announced a partnership with Blank 182 frontman Tom DeLong to the Stars Academy That's to right. research alien technology. Just think about that sentence you just read. <laughs> yes. you know, think about that sentence you just read. If somebody had read that to me in January of this year, yeah. I'd have been like, no. Yeah, right. No. Just think like, when they were at their height, if you're like, that one day this guy's going to be the one that brings us the information we need about unidentified flying <laughs> yeah, objects. I know. Yeah. <laughs> wild. Yeah, really wild. Uh, but while astronomers say humans finding aliens may take a long time, 2019 was a particularly active year for UFOs visiting Earth. According to the National UFO Reporting Center on September 21st in, I think that's Gallopolis, Ohio. Not familiar with Sounds that. Sounds right. Not familiar. Uh, JD, if you're out yeah, there, if you can tell to, us what that is. We call in with a pronunciation. <laughs> yes. Quote, a husband, former law enforcement, and wife, a scientist. Okay. <laughs> He's got in parentheses, she's a scientist. <laughs> Just in parentheses. <laughs> yes. The wife is not. Okay. <laughs> well, it. the wife is. The wife's oh. a scientist. The husband is former law enforcement. Oh, okay. All right. So they you. can't be making anything up. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. They're sworn to tell the truth. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. While sitting outside their recreational vehicle at a public campsite. <laughs> I mean, this is shaping up to be classic. Classic right. UFO encounter. They witnessed a very bright light approach their campsite from the south in an erratic manner, appearing to slow or stop on several occasions as it drew near. It got within 50 yards of, they estimate, of their campsite, at which time, out of a sense of alarm, the husband reached for his forty-five caliber sidearm. Okay, that's going to do a lot of good yeah. <laughs> against, against craft that can <laughs> transverse the yes. galaxy. Right. Travel light years. They're not going to. They're not going to do. Know what to do with the power <laughs> of that forty-five right. caliber. That's right. Nineteen eleven. <laughs> but he felt unable. That thing would jam, anyways. You know <laughs> what well, says here. He felt unable to use his arm or lift the firearm. Of course, they got him in the bay. <laughs> the object estimated by witnesses to have been approximately twenty feet in diameter hovered nearby for approximately eight seconds. Which okay. that's how long it takes to ride a bull. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we all learned that. And then it suddenly accelerated towards the west and disappeared very quickly. Okay. I would like to point out that when something's in the air, humans typically don't do a very good job of estimating distance or sure. size right. when it's in the sky. That's yeah. just like, yeah, there's not like a lot to point to, that out. Not a lot to judge against. Right. You know. I mean, unless the UFO is like holding a like a ruler out beside it, like a tape measure. There's a convenience store door <laughs> like right beside him with the ruler on it. Yeah. Are you familiar with Travis Walton or his I don't story? Think so he's the dude that the movie Fire in the Sky was based on. Okay. He uh he went missing for five days and said he was on a UFO the whole time. Right. I've heard him in interviews compare the the size of the craft to a Walmart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wow, 
I wonder if there's like fat people riding around on scooters inside, <laughs> like fat aliens. I know? wish all UFOs were like that was the metric. Walmarts <laughs> were the metric for judging the size UFO of UFOs. It was a two Walmart UFO. <laughs> <laughs> we got a super center over here, the super center uh, UFO. We got a neighborhood market UFO. Over like here. this one was bigger than a Walmart. Now, not a super Walmart, just yeah. plain old Walmart. <laughs> Walmart <laughs> neighbors neighborhoods. Sir, uh, with <laughs> neighborhood center, yeah, we think UFO X is the mothership. <laughs> it is a Sam's Club's <laughs> class. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't oh, put man. it past Walmart to make UFOs. You know, <laughs> yeah. the Waltons have like a hundred billion dollars. You know, yeah, they can do it. Yeah, they're uh, importing them from China. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Cheaply made, they'll fall apart after a while. Yeah. Watch for falling prices. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like laser beams are shooting out of those smiley faces and everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, They've man. invaded small towns across America already. So, yeah. yeah. Which I don't know. I watched a documentary on Walmart one time. You know, they have some Walmarts in Asia or whatever. Right. And, like, it's like cult status over there from the oh, employees. Wow. You know? Really? Yeah. Like, you'll see every once in a while, if you catch Walmart at the right time here, You'll see like an employee's like they're having a meeting over in yes, the store. Yes. And they all like clap at the end of it. And there's a Walmart cheer that they do. Yeah, there's like a Walmart cheer. I worked cheer. for Walmart when I was oh, you did? in my early 20s. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so like there's a Walmart cheer, but it's like half hearted because we're Americans and we realize we're being <laughs> screwed by like, you know, consumerism and everything else. I was say, yeah, America is way too apathetic yeah. to get into exactly. it. Exactly. But in Asia, <laughs> buddy, they are all down for it. I mean, like choreographed and everything. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Wow. So, yeah. There you go. Meanwhile, on September 1st in Taos, New Mexico, three elk hunters allegedly witnessed two alien creatures standing upright on a nearby hilltop. The next day, two of them returned to the same area to look for evidence, and they allegedly witnessed an unusual craft resting on the ground. Okay, so they... Confirmed. They <laughs> saw two people, two creatures... Two alien creatures, which I would like to point out, how do you know this is an alien? Well, this could be anything, right? Why didn't you shoot it? Like, you're an elk hunter. <laughs> like, usually elk hunting, I mean, those aren't, like, up-close shots, you know. They're long-distance shots. So. Well, they probably were thinking they didn't want to bring America into an international <laughs> intergalactic war with some alien species, That's especially with Donald, Trump, with Donald Trump as our president. <laughs> that would even cross my mind. I'd be like, hey, Tiny, those are de- I'm looking through the scope. Those are definitely aliens. I'm about to pop one right now. You got to help me drag this thing out of here, okay? Oh, man. Yeah, wouldn't even cross my mind. <laughs> and then also here it says on August 12th in New Jersey's Garden State Parkway, a husband and wife were driving north on the New Jersey Garden State Parkway when their attention was drawn to two peculiar white lights that appeared to be approaching their location. Suddenly, they realized that the lights were affixed to a very large triangular craft which maneuvered to above the highway and hovered. The witnesses could see, quote, windows on the top of the craft okay. from which light appeared to emanate. Traffic was passing underneath the craft. I guess everyone else was like, whatever. Yeah, right. Just hey, we got to get home. Right. <laughs> long day at work. If you're worried about your home state, a handy UFO hotspot infographic was created by SatelliteInternet.com that shows the states with the most alien activity. According to the infographic, aliens apparently prefer colder climates as UFO hotspots include Washington State, 
Montana and Vermont, Alaska okay. and Maine are also <laughs> not in the southeastern conference. Let's shoot them in a heartbeat, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's hot down here. They well, don't want to meet us. Well, know? check this out. It says right here. The states with the least alien activity are Texas, Louisiana, Georgia, Mississippi, and, drumroll please, Alabama. <laughs> Great. Despite former President Jimmy Carter logging an official report with the UFO International, the International UFO Bureau in 1969, claiming he had seen a self-illuminated multicolored UFO before giving a speech at the Lions Club in Leary, Georgia. Oh, so, okay. There cool. you have it. You know, I mean, we. I think we all know that UFOs are like ran by the Freemasons, of course, <laughs> using Tesla's technology that was stolen from him after his death. And these are all just like military stuff, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, again, and then we've talked about this on the show, Occam's Razor, there's tons of evidence that right. there are unknown aerial craft yeah. in the skies. Yeah. There is no evidence, at least that I have seen, that this is extraterrestrial in nature. Right. So, yeah. right until I see more evidence that this is alien in nature, then yeah. I, I'm just not there yet. No. But I do think it's interesting. It's, yeah, it's fascinating. Definitely. I'm kind of sad they don't come here as that much, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, they're not going to get around any rednecks. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. Like, what would be the reason they stay away from the South? I mean, I, of course, we have guns. That's a joke. Cause yes. If, if if it's a flying saucer or whatever, they would destroy us anyway. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're just like not interesting enough for them or whatever. Well, or they're I, like, these people are like in a barbecue coma. No reason to even mess <laughs> with them. Yeah. Well, I would also like to point out that I think the Southeast is uh, notoriously light on, you know, military bases. Yeah. I mean, we have yeah. Maxwell Field. Right. But, I mean, like, Area 51, that's on the other side of the nation. True. That's why all the UFOs are yeah. over on that side of the country. Well, you know, the whole Civil War kind of made the Union a little less likely <laughs> to want to build a base down here. Yeah. You know, we still have Columbus Air Force Base in Mississippi. Right. You got the one down in Pensacola. You got Maxwell in Montgomery. Fort Benning in Georgia, which is an Army base. Mm -hmm. So. But there, as far as like bases, but, but as far as secret technology yeah, bases yeah. where they they got like the cool stuff, right? You know, well that's to say like, do you know a redneck that can keep a secret? <laughs> you know, like if they had some kind of nuclear propulsion engine or whatever, he'd have that strapped on his truck and <laughs> You know, <Yes. laughs> it's just the way it works down here, right? That's just the way it goes. <laughs> well, speaking of rednecks. Let's get back to our earlier quiz that I had, which is a homeowner says his swastikas and Confederate flags aren't racist. Do you want to guess where he's from? You know what? Because I don't want it to be anywhere near here, I'm going to guess Idaho. Okay. Okay. That was a good guess. Uh, no, we're going to the hotbed of white supremacy, which is Iowa. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Iowa. Which, I've been to Iowa, not a lot of minorities that I saw. Right. You know? I mean, there ain't a lot down here. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, a lot of white people. Does that make just, sense. Does, does lots of white people just make it easier to be racist? I would think so. <laughs> yeah. I would think the less you're around people different than, mm -hmm. different than you, the more likely you are to be afraid, irrationally afraid of right. people who are different. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, that's why I always laugh about people who like went to private schools telling us we're all <laughs> racist down here in the South. You know, yes. I'm just like, look, that's I, a good point. I went to school it was like fifty fifty. I grew up, you know, like all around people yeah. different th differently than me. But yes, of course, 
tell me after you went to your like parochial parochial school and your like Harvard Ivy League education, how much more you've been around minorities than me. But whatever. Where everybody's best friend is Marquand and you can't yeah. talk about how much you love Marquand enough. Right. Yes. Exactly. 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 But I will say, in general in the South, we will trot out a rebel flag. You know, <laughs> <laughs> people hang them in their yards. It's heritage, not hate, John. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I get, hey, look, and we, you know, sometimes, like your youth minister told you, you get known by your reputation. Yes. You know, like you do a bunch of bad stuff. That's just what you're known for. Uh-huh. We've put a lot on record. <laughs> we I mean, a ton on record <laughs> for people to think that we're extremely racist down here. I completely understand that. Right. I'm just not saying that we're any worse than anywhere else. And, and I do believe that time does, in fact, heal all wounds, but yeah. it has nowhere near been long enough yeah, to absolutely. close some of them wounds. Yeah, no, no. And we deserve it. You we know, do. Like, when you have film footage of police officers, like, sicking dogs and turning fire hoses on African Americans... You're just going to... It's going to take a while yeah, to live that down. Yeah, right. You're going to... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, that's just the way it goes. And yeah. that's that's sorry to all of my fellow Southern brethren who get mad when people call us racist. Yeah. Because you know actually how it is as you live down here every day. That's just what we get. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know? So And also my heritage not hate joke. I mean, that was a joke. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a I joke. Wish, I, wish, joke. I wish that was the case. Yeah. Well, but but here's the problem. When you have a lot of white supremacist groups right. holding up that flag, yeah. it's going to become synonymous with that. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And uh, I love the, uh, well, you don't know what the Civil War was about crowd, you know? <laughs> right. Like, it wasn't about slavery. It's about state rights. And it, it, like, was, it was about states' rights. Yeah, to have for slaves. S- for states, for states <laughs> to have slaves. Well, I always like to point out that I think 11 of the Confederate states' articles of su- su- succession mm-hmm. Implicitly mentioned slavery. You know, (laughs) the document they used to separate themselves from the union said, Mm -hmm. Hey, we're doing it because we want to have slaves. So hard to argue against (laughs) that. It really is. You know, but anyway. And we should just be upfront about that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, definitely. Quit quit whitewashing history. Yeah, right. We'll get a lot further if we just own up to it. And because, again, I was born in 1981. Right. I have never owned a slave. No. But right. I understand that while my grandparents probably didn't either, they definitely had different attitudes yeah. towards minorities yeah. than we do today. I once tried to talk Deidre into getting an Eastern European mail order bride <laughs> just to help out around the house. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if that constitutes me as trying to get a slave or whatever. You know, I was just trying to help a young female make it to America. You know? <laughs> right. right. Yes. Uh, Deidre was not down with that plan. So, mm-hmm. well, anyways, let's move back to Iowa. Yes. All right. Home of corn. Yeah, we're talking about Iowa here. Yeah. Home of corn this and racist. This isn't about yeah. the Southeast. In mediocre, like, fullback-driven football. All right? <laughs> uh, this is from Des Moines, Des Moines Iowa. A homeowner living next to an elementary school in Iowa is facing backlash for painting Confederate battle flags and swastikas on pallets around his property. The symbols are clearly visible from the school. (laughs) You paint paint them on pallets. Yeah, right. How trendy. First of all, (laughs) first of all, and this bothers me, okay? Number one, Iowa, you were not part of the Confederate States. (laughs) You know? And you see people doing it. I'm like, look, y'all weren't even even here. You know? Y'all weren't even in this fight. 
on I our side. I feel like this is akin to people wearing stormtrooper helmets. Yeah, right. And, you know, holding up the signs of, like, the Empire from right. the Star Wars because it's yeah. cool right. to get in league with the bad guys or whatever. Exactly. William Stark says, this is the homeowner, it's a free country. I'll put it out there if I want to. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. But just realize there's going to be consequences. Yeah. He added that people shouldn't construe the painted palettes as racist. <laughs> but Morris Elementary in Des Moines disagreed and released a statement denouncing Stark's display. School officials say the students, who are about 60% non-white, see the symbols when arriving and leaving the school and even from the playground. Oh, man. They don't know their history, evidently, Stark said. <laughs> He's one of them. <laughs> you don't know. It's, it wasn't about slavery. That's the only reason I can think of that they can think of anything bad about it. They don't know their history. Sure. We all know Hitler did nothing wrong, <laughs> right? Everybody knows that. Yeah. Meg Viola, a school parent, said the swastika is a symbol of white supremacism and is racist, offensive, and disgusting. It'd be really nice if they just take the stuff down, Viola said. But Stark said he has no plans to do so. Of course he doesn't. You know, if I was this guy's next-door neighbor, I would love to put up a huge sign with an arrow pointing to his house that just says, this dude sucks turds. <laughs> oh, <it's all laughs> and then I could be like, hey, it's free country. Free country. I'm not taking it down. Right. You don't know your history. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guarantee you Mr. Stark here doesn't like gay people. You know? <laughs> so I would put a big sign up. It was like, gay men welcome with an arrow pointing <laughs> to his thing. He's like, it's free country, buddy. Free country. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Yeah. He's gonna what is he gonna put up another sign that's just pointing back at you just like no this house <laughs> <laughs> like a sign off. Yes. <laughs> City officials have labeled the property as a nuisance earlier this year. What they have posted out there is not teaching our children to be inclusive and to love everyone, Viola said. And that's the end of the article. There is an accompanying like news story video that goes with it, so check the show notes. But I just want to show you like his picture. Oh, yeah. He looks exactly like what yeah. I thought he looked like. Confederate flag cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> He's just rocking and rolling. And uh Well, this, I would just like to say for the record that this isn't free country and absolutely. I think that he should have the right to to put all this stuff up in his yard. Yeah. That said Dude's a jackass. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> and he deserves any any consequences that he's got coming to him. I have a uh, a long history, sort storied history of hating people who do things purposely to offend others right. and guise it under the mask of freedom, you know? Right. <laughs> like, sure, yeah, you have the freedom to do it, but that doesn't mean you should do it. Exactly. You know, and that's no way to live your life. It's like, well, I can do this because I'm free or what, you know? And when people rise up and protest certain yeah. parts of freedom, yeah, that's the reason people are doing that is because you're being a, a exactly. butthole. Yeah. You know? And... It just comes to mind. I don't want to offend anybody who listens here, but like we've all seen the dude with like an AR-15 strapped on his back <laughs> in a yes. Whataburger or whatever. You know? In a just, Walmart. Yeah, just going about his life, you know? <laughs> yes. And he's like, well, I got the right to do it. Well, yeah, of course you do. You have the right. Yeah. But just because you can do something yeah, right. does not mean you yeah. should do something. But you're making this old lady nervous over yeah. here, you know, because she doesn't know if you're crazy or a good guy or whatever. And you're just driving people up the wall because you can. You know? And then in a couple of years, when AR-15s are out, 
outlawed. Yeah, right. And you're going to be <laughs> like, you're going to hit the roof. Uh-huh. But I feel like you played a pretty big part <laughs> in getting that banned. Right. But those are the same people who love to post stuff on Facebook because they trigger the libs or whatever. <laughs> right. You know, they're like, oh, I've triggered this many people this week. And they, <laughs> you know, I don't know if people outside the South have friends like that. <laughs> but, you know, like, oh, if I posted something, it made you mad. Then that's why I posted it or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, golly, man. Win my arguments with facts and logic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> and those are the same people who would tell you the Civil War wasn't about slavery. Yeah. You know, so either way. <sighs> Iowa. I just want to point again, Iowa. This is an Iowa, not <laughs> Alabama, not Alabama. Why can't people just be chill? Yeah, you know? right. Exactly. The number one lesson I've tried to keep teach my kids outside of, you know, respecting our creator mm-hmm. and all that is just be cool. You know, that's all you got to do is be cool and you'll go a long way in life. I mean, as far as my life today, the, I think the biggest thing I have on my plate is whether or not I'm going to get to the end of Dracula's Castle okay. in Castlevania Symphony of the Night later. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it's a video game okay, from the imagine. 90s. All right. <laughs> so uh, my point is, I mean, it, it is not my concern to educate the next generation <laughs> on the Civil War. No. It is not my concern today to, like, you know, make sure the entire country has, you know, Second Amendment rights. Yeah. You know, right. or, to, or to push anything. My, my concern today is to is to just be cool. Right. Well, the and other, defeat Dracula. The counter argument <laughs> to that, that they're going to hit you with, is people like you are why they're taking our rights away. And know? I would counter to that, no, people like you yeah, are the reason right. they're taking yes. our rights away. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But the, the number one thing I could say, and like I said, I try to teach my kids, just be cool. Not cool like, hey, you're popular or whatever, but just realize how to get along with other people. Yes. You know? It's a very simple process. And once you learn that, you can go a lot of places in the world and people will accept you for who you are and accept your ideas and listen to your ideas, even if even if they disagree. Right. Yes. But if you start out from I'm a not cool person there, <laughs> yes. this dude here in Iowa is never going to have anyone listen to his arguments no. about how he thinks the Confederate flag and the swastika are not racist. You know, mm-hmm. and he didn't even start out right. If he would have just been cool and then just be like, hey, well, you know, I kind of think the Civil War was about, you know, unfair taxation and they're levying tariffs on the South because mm-hmm. they didn't like how we were selling our goods and all that. And all but those because I love underlying my, factors. Right. But even though I feel that way, because I love my community right. and I want to live in harmony with people, I'm going to take it down anyway. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to even... I'm not going to waste my time painting pallets, by the way. <laughs> They're pallets, yes. you know? Yeah. Chip and Joanna Gaines would just be a whore <laughs> as his usage of pallets, okay? And I would also like to point out that uh, that statement that you made earlier is in the Bible. Paul tells us in the New Testament that we are to make every effort to be at peace with all men. Right, yeah. It's yeah. just it's just the good thing to do. Right, yeah. So, and so if you're like out there today and you want to trigger the libs, or you want to, <laughs> I mean, I got some liberal friends that like to trigger the conservatives, saw a lot of that this week. <laughs> I know. You know, I mean, that's just not the best way to get your message across. No. You know, and you can be a lot cooler about how you do things, mm-hmm. but. Most people don't understand how to be cool. No, no. no. I think being cool is, I'm a, I'm a big man, you know? Nobody cares. They nobody listening that to you. That is so not chill. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nobody's listening to you. The people who actually run the world don't care about people like you. No, I they don't. I just hate to tell you that. You <laughs> they know? don't. No, they don't. 
Well, speaking of people who are not cool. Okay. How about this next story? Intruder yells ho, ho, ho while hiding in Wisconsin family's bedroom closet. <laughs> <laughs> it says here Sparta. So I, I'm, I'm assuming that that's a, a town in Wisconsin. I guess so. This is Sparta. <laughs> you know that's their football team. They probably <laughs> hollow that before every game. I would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it says a man is arrested after he was found hiding in a Wisconsin family's closet. The Sparta Police Department says that on December 10th, a woman's dogs kept barking at a bedroom closet that evening. The woman and another family member tried to open the closet door, but they couldn't. They then saw fingers sticking out from inside the door, holding it <laughs> shut. Holding it. <laughs> He's holding the door shut. Should have got on that door handle. It says, the man identified by police as 32-year-old Cabin Coleman of Rockland said, ho, 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 <laughs> while inside the closet. <laughs> he then told the family members not to ruin their Christmas surprise if they opened the door. <laughs> I like his moxie. <laughs> I mean, we're laughing about this, but when you think about it, this is really kind of scary. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> somebody down here would have put a 12 gauge right through that closet door. You know? I mean, dude, hide in your closet and he's saying, don't ruin your Christmas surprise. Yeah. Oh. You racked that shotgun one time, he's coming out. I guarantee <laughs> you're, you. you. You're the one fixing to get a surprise. Uh, yep. <laughs> Says that two family members called 911. During that time, the intruder left the closet and went to a nearby garage, taking some items before he left to a different home. A dog at that home started barking at Coleman, scaring him off. <laughs> Police tracked the footprints in the snow to oh, another yeah. garage on a different street. Once the officers got the entry code, they pushed the button to open the garage, but they immediately noticed someone inside the garage pushed the button to close it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... At least he's resourceful. That's right. <laughs> this happened multiple times <laughs> until an officer was able to distract the intruder to get in the garage. <laughs> I mean, what did he do? Did he go over to the side and like try to open a window and the guy closes the window? Right. <laughs> and while he's trying to close the window, the guy opens up the garage door. <laughs> this is like Keystone Cops or whatever. <laughs> It's so childish. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I imagine, I imagine like two 10 year olds, like one's in the garage and he keeps pushing the closed right. door every time the other guy pushes the open door. <laughs> I would think like, uh, there was like one set of footprints. I would have been like, that's when Santa was carrying me. <laughs> 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 that's a footprints in the sand joke for you non Christians out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next time you go over to your grandma's house, just look on her walls and that's she's right. probably got it right on like a, a wooden plaque or somewhere. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, amazing. Like we never discussed that. You immediately got the reference. You know? <laughs> anyway, it says that Coleman later admitted to using drugs, and that he said <laughs> he said he was on his way to turn himself in. Of course, when officers started chasing him, yeah, he just needed to stop just, by these other garages first before he did it. I mean, he actually sounds like a pretty fun guy to hang out with, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest here. <laughs> Police say that Coleman had an active arrest warrant from the Department of Corrections. Witnesses told police they didn't think Coleman was planning to hurt anyone, and he was hiding in the home to get out of the cold. He was checked at a mental health facility and then booked into the Monroe County Jail on suspicion of trespassing and resisting or obstructing an officer. Okay. So, fun guy. Yeah. Sounds like, fun guy. <laughs> sounds like a fun guy. Sounds like a fun guy. hate that he uh, 
He's got his picture here. Look at him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the dude you want to hang out with. Uh, he, he looks like the dude that would be hanging outside of a Starbucks. Yeah. Like, you know, banging on a drum or something. And yeah. Shouting poetry. Sure. That yeah. don't I can see that with his little hairdo. Kind of like <laughs> not really a man bun or whatever he's got yeah. going on there. It's like it's it's like a twist. Yeah. It's yeah. like he's got his hair is short on the sides and the back, but on the very top. Mm-hmm. It's like he's trying to grow out a ponytail, but it's not quite there yet. That's right. Well, let's talk about another fun guy to hang out with. Let's do it. Florida man drinks two bottles of liquor after train hits his car, police say. <laughs> this is from Adrian Cutway, who is the author of this article, and it's out of Titusville, Florida. A Florida man said he was so scared after he watched a train hit his vehicle that he pulled two bottles of liquor from the wreckage and drank them at the crash scene, according to Titusville Police Department. Authorities say the crash happened around 8 p.m. Thursday at Palm Avenue and South Street. Everybody knows where that is. The driver, 43-year-old Danny Lee Wyatt. (laughs) Danny Lee's a solid Southern first name, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Danny Lee, he'll get in some trouble, though. Everybody (laughs) knows Danny Lee. Uh, He said he was driving home from a liquor store when he missed the turn for his street and got stuck on the tracks as the train was coming, record show. Oh, no. Wayne tried to flag down the train's engineer, but when he realized the locomotive wasn't going to stop, he got out of the vehicle, according to the affidavit. Yeah, trains just don't yeah, stop. Take miles. It to takes stop. them forever yes, to stop. Right. They start slowing down, like you said, forever. miles before yes. they get to where they're going. After the crash, Wyatt reached into his Kia Rio. I <laughs> 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 wonder if he bought it at Julio Jones Kia and grabbed a few things, including two liquor bottles, which he said he immediately drank because he was so scared. The report said, <laughs> "You're gonna need that." Police say said Wyatt went home after that, but then returned later to speak to officers. <laughs> Records show Wyatt smelled of alcohol, but was cooperative with police, even though he was upset and crying at points. Wyatt failed a field sobriety test. Imagine that. He drank two, <laughs> he bottles, drank two of bottles of liquor. But refused to supply breath sample for blood alcohol tests, according to the affidavit. He was arrested on charges of DUI, third offense, oh, within, man. 10 years, within 10 years, and refusal to submit to a DUI test after his license has been suspended. Hmm. Now, all this guy's doing is trying to get out of this DUI. Right. He clearly was drinking beforehand, right? <laughs> right. But how can the officers prove he was drinking at the time of the accident is the real question. <sighs> yeah. Especially I mean... when he's like, hey, I drank him after, buddy. <laughs> And I've always heard if you've been drinking and you get pulled over, you need to jump out of the car, throw your keys in the weeds and like down a beer or whatever right in front of the cops outside of the car, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then they can't prove why your blood alcohol, if it was that way. I don't know if that works in the court of law or whatever, but this guy probably heard the same thing I heard, <laughs> right? which is amazing to me. I have a weird fascination with checking the jail websites, either for our hometown or Tuscaloosa. <laughs> yeah. The amount of DUIs that people are getting when Uber and Lyft exist, you know? That's an excellent point. I mean, it's like, like, this is a problem that should have been fixed. Yeah, right. And I'm sure it's cut down on a lot of them. Yeah. Especially for college kids. Mm-hmm. But still, man, you're just like, I just need to call a cab. Basically, right. like in Tuscaloosa, we don't really have a cab service. We do have a cab service, but you don't want to pay for it's all of it is a little shady. You never know <laughs> if they're going to dump you out somewhere or <laughs> rob you. So... Uh, yeah, just call your little Uber to come get you and go home. Why are we still getting DUIs, people? I mean, 
hopefully maybe robot cars when that becomes ubiquitous yeah, maybe right. that'll fix it they'll figure out a way to ticket you for that they're gonna <laughs> lose that revenue you know <laughs> let's be honest here right it generates a lot of money from that excellent point yeah for well, our- for, you know i keep seeing online everyone wants to tax churches maybe yeah, maybe true. that's how they'll fix that's it true which I don't want to get off on a, on a tangent, and and I definitely see people's point when it comes to things like you know this Church of Scientology. Sure, I'd just like to point out, I noticed that people who want to tax churches typically don't give money to churches, right? That's you know exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, f- I think they also fail to recognize the charitable work that churches do with the mm-hmm. money they're given. And why is it just churches? Why not? Why don't we just tax all uh, yeah. nonprofits? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. If you're like really into animal rights and mm-hmm. you give a lot of money to PETA, let's tax PETA. Yeah. You yeah. know? Nah. Let's just tax them all. Let's tax them all. If we're going to tax one, we tax, tax them, them all. all. Tax them all and tax me less. <laughs> yeah, that's you a know? good point. Yeah. Let's do that. I mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, I wouldn't mind Joel Osteen paying a little more taxes. Let's just be honest. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I see their point yeah. when it comes to certain things, yeah. but I feel like, you know, we can't make one carve out for just one group. Yeah. You gotta treat everybody the same. Well, and and I think, yeah, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna tax like Pea Ridge Missionary Baptist Church in you know North Fett County that's that has got a 50 members, yeah, of like 25 people, yeah. and run a food bank for their local little trailer park and mm-hmm. all that, and then you're gonna tax them, and they're not gonna continue to be able to help those people. Right. I don't know that that. The unintended consequences, hey, that but come but from but that. we trust the government yeah. to take all that right. money they're getting from churches wow. and somehow be fiscally responsible right. with that. Well, the government's never done anything crazy like put Wakanda <laughs> on the trade list or anything. <laughs> yes. so, this it'll all be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I'm with the uh, I'm for giving the government less money, not more. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Sure. Sure. I mean, we see how responsible they've been yeah. with Social Security here right. in the United States. They would never take money for Social Security and give no. that to. The things that it wasn't originally set <laughs> no, up for. Never, never no. would do that. Never would do that. So absolutely, we, I trust them yeah. to take all the church's money absolutely. and be responsible with it. Yeah. And I know that you and I will eventually get our Social Security benefits just like they're <laughs> promised to us. You know, <laughs> yeah. equal to the amount we paid in. It'll all be fine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Be just fine. Because if Nothing there's one thing about. we know about the government, it's they're fair. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But what you need to do to let them know that you think they're fair is strap an AR-15 on your back, <laughs> walk around Walmart, and put some Confederate flags and swastikas <laughs> on your property because that's going to show them that you're yeah. you're not going to be subject to tyranny. <laughs> and then yeah. tell the news they just don't know their history. That's right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, anyway, speaking of uh, well, speaking of churches, here we go. <laughs> I've got a church one after this one too. <laughs> California man bites off part of his father's ear Ooh. at a Mormon church party. Okay, and then the father tries to glue it back on. <laughs> That's a real dad move, you know? <laughs> it is. I ain't going to the doctor. Get super glue. <laughs> a California man has been charged after he bit off part of his father's ear during a holiday party at a Mormon church, and his father then tried to glue it back on, authorities said. Okay. I think that's Jose Moy- Moises. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to skip his middle name. Jose Montoy, 28, was taken into custody after the incident in Crow's Landing, south of Modesto, California, on Sunday evening. According to the Stances County Sheriff's Department, deputies were called to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Guys, 
Mormons, <laughs> y'all need to shorten y'all's name. That's it. Please. They had to move away from Mormon. You <laughs> yeah. know, like I think Mormon had a negative con- connotation or whatever, so they just went LDS. LDS is pretty much, I think, what they say. I, I don't mean, know, though. I'm not all up on I don't want to get into a doctrinal debate with y'all, yeah. and I don't want to start a fight. I just want y'all to shorten your name. Yeah, right. Okay? Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> when I was in high school, I had some come by, you know, yeah. and they talked to me for a while. And, like, you know, I was, like, senior in high school, and I would like, just smoked, like, the probably worst weed you could buy <laughs> in Alabama. <laughs> and so I was like, sure, guys, come on in. and Let's hang out. You know, I'm, like, watching <laughs> Grateful Dead videos on my <laughs> VCR. We talked for a while, and then they're like, well, we'll be back next week. You know, I'm like, here's a book of Mormon. And I gave it to me. I was like, that's cool. You know, I'd like to just see what you guys are about. Right. And then the next week they came back and my dad was there. <laughs> and like my dad is not a guy that just ever gets like vitriol- vitriolic, yes. vitriolic, mad or whatever. I uh-huh. don't even know what word to use. But like he just unloaded on them. Oh, damn. And there's like just two college guys. I'm like sitting behind him, you know, like, sorry, dudes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. I'm sure your dad changed their mind that day. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. But you know what? They didn't come back to his house anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Never once stopped again well. to talk to the old high kid who's watching Grateful Dead videos. Well, anyway, it says that uh, deputies were called to the Latter-day Saints Church. LDS. After a fight broke out around 6 p.m. during a holiday party, the county sheriff's sergeant, Josh Clayton, told the Monesto B. Clayton and Montoya's father, who he did not name, had tried to break up a fight between his son and a missionary. I can see this being your dad like years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, says that Montoya then allegedly started punching his father instead and oh, then yeah. he bit off a one inch part of his earlobe. There you go. You get that. You get blinded by rage or whatever. You just start hitting anything. Mike Tyson. He started a trend. Yeah, he did with his ear biting stuff. He did. Deputies found him at the church and arrested him, but his father had gotten into his car to buy super glue. Of course. CBS uh, 13 reported the father drove for 20 minutes before stopping at a Dollar Tree store more than 15 miles from the church to buy the glue. Makes sense. Deputies found the father before he could try to glue the ear back, and they called an ambulance for him. Customers at the Dollar Tree were stunned at the father's response, with one describing it as a kind of hack people would use in the past. (laughs) I feel like that would be a wartime kind of fix. That's not something you would necessarily do in a modern situation when you have medicine all around you. Crystal Edwards told CBS 13. Just put some Neosporin on. Well, I would like to point out they don't know this guy's health plan. So. <laughs> right. This is the United States. Yes. <laughs> Pierre Rector also expressed his shock but told the station, quote, at least he's saving money by going to Dollar General. Yeah. Crystal Parita added, that's extreme. That's a man for you, duct tape and super glue. That's right. I would just like to tell Crystal here, you have no idea the problems <laughs> I have right. fixed in my life with duct tape and yep. super glue. Yep. You seriously underestimate those two goods. Uh, Montoy of San Jose, California, has been charged with mayhem. I didn't know you could be charged with mayhem. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> He's been charged, and he is being held on a $100,000 bail, according to online records from the sheriff's department. That's a mighty big bail. It says here that the charge of mayhem, which is a felony in California law, is defined 
as unlawfully or maliciously disfiguring or disabling a person's body. Wow. If convicted, Montoy faces up to eight years in a state prison and a fine of up to $10,000. Well, can't Dad just drop the charges <laughs> or whatever? I, that's probably what's going to happen. But oh, I mean, we it, gotta we gotta pad this article out. Yeah, true. And it's very informative because I I never heard of Me, a charge of mayhem yeah. either. So I, yeah, I thought you'd just get like an assault or whatever. It says here that the LDS Church and the County Sheriff's Department and Dollar General have <laughs> all been contacted for comment. <laughs> got to get Dollar General on record. <laughs> they haven't commented yet. <laughs> Excellent story. Well, you know, if this was me and Thomas or Hudson bit my ear off. <laughs> You know, or part of my ear off. I would not get it fixed. And for the rest of their life, anytime I needed anything done, I was just be like pointing my ear. You know, hey boys, time to mow the grass. Well, I don't feel like it. I'd be like, look at my ear. Remember when you bit it off? Time to go mow the grass. You know, yeah. You just hold it over them for the rest of their life. Dad, I told you I needed. So do you not remember me asking you something? <laughs> I didn't hear you. Yes. Somebody bit off part of my ear. Sorry, bud. Didn't hear you. I have half an ear now. Remember how that happened? Yeah. That's how did all that you happen? Do. Oh, wait. It was you. Yeah. You did it. Right. Yeah. That's uh. That's tough. I didn't. I mean, I didn't think Mormon parties got that wild. You know. <laughs> I, mean, I saw it like, hey, we're just drinking Kool Aid and and eating cookies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much like a Baptist party. <laughs> you know? So uh, it's good to know. We are having our Sunday school Christmas party tonight, right? We are. As far as I know. Whose ear you want to bite off? Let's pick somebody <laughs> right now. You know? <laughs> Man, let's see. Uh. You don't want to go up against Third Eagle, you know? <laughs> I mean, you got size and reach on everybody, so you right. might get him. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I, I might I might take on Third Eagle, but I don't want the consequences what happens afterwards. Yeah, right, yeah. I don't want to make a powerful enemy. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Because, I mean, as much as I love you, Tiny, our, my family is aligned with a Third Eye. <laughs> it's like it's, it's one of those things. You might win the battle, but you're not yeah. winning the war. Right. If, if he calls me to arms, I have to respond. That's the deal well, we made. I was about to say, say, that's the, uh, the treaty y'all have. Yeah, that's so. right. My house supports his house. That's just the way it goes and vice versa. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on. And this story is not suitable for children. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, you do not want to let your kids listen to this story. It's one of those. Yeah. So just be aware. All right. Uh, it comes from the New York Post. Very reputable news source. <laughs> right. And the headline, I'm just going to read the headline. All right. Read the headline. Missouri church leader tried to pay for sex on Grinder with an Arby's card. We have the meat. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you aware what Grinder is? Okay. I'm assuming it's like a hookup website. Yes. For men. For, for men. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Yes. That's, yes. that's what I thought it was. Right. Yeah. I mistakenly was doing a home improvement project. Thought it could help me with that. Uh, <laughs> trying to grind down some rebar, pour a pour a slab of concrete. Uh, met some really interesting friends uh, along the way. Really uh, broadened your horizons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. One guy showed up with a hard hat and a tool belt on. It was amazing. It was amazing. Now he was not the best at helping me out uh, to get the patio poured, but anyways, um, 
And look, man, they used your joke the first line of this article. He tried to lure beefcakes with the meats. <laughs> a Missouri church leader allegedly tried to pay for sex on the gay hookup app Grinder with an Arby's card, according to a report. Using the handle DILF. <laughs> you know what? I have no idea what that stands for. <laughs> I don't either, but... Like women call me that all the time. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it means. If someone will write in and let me know, yeah, no one has told me, but I know that I've been labeled a dilf. I thought it was like a like a you know like yeet or some of those stuff like kids use. I don't know what it is. Barry Cole Pointer, fifty seven, allegedly tried to bed hot college age guys by offering to pay for gas clothes and roast beef sandwiches okay well i mean he, I, I mean i make sign up <laughs> i was out i was out until he tossed in the roast beef sandwiches right. that brought me back around the church of christ elder who is also a professor at nearby truman state university was busted after a student re student reported him and a cop went undercover on the app according to the paper Okay. Not cool of you, student. <laughs> Pointer allegedly sent the officer a message saying that he would love to have a sugar daddy relationship, then offered to fill up his gas tank in exchange for sexual favors, according to the paper. If the young guy was willing, Pointer said he might throw in an Arby's card, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Instead, Pointer was greeted by officers at the gas station where he tried to flee, according to the paper. When he was allegedly pulled over a few blocks away, he allegedly told police he was not trying to do anything with a minor, and he was only trying to help by offering gifts to the men on the app. Totally the, yeah. the route I would have taken. I was just trying to witness <laughs> this young man. You know, He was charged with patronizing prostitution and faces up to six months behind bars. Seems a little extreme. To I was about to say, can, I mean, an Arby's card, that can, that can get you for prostitution. <laughs> I think if you trade, uh, you know, anything for sex, that constitutes prostitution. Dang. I traded my freedom for <laughs> it, and I haven't been charged yet. I was about to say, this is going to make my marriage extremely difficult if I can't <laughs> use Visa prepaid gift cards. To oh, we had a barter system <laughs> set up here, right? <laughs> like, I buy a house. You have sex with me. Things like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Truman State has since suspended Pointer. Um, it wasn't immediately clear if he was still in his leadership role at the Church of Christ, which has made homophobic comments in the past. I imagine he had to step down. You know? <laughs> yes. I mean, people think Baptists are strict, Church of Christ <laughs> not, way, way stricter. <laughs> they make us look like a... <laughs> oh, we're like a new age, you know, non-denominational church. They make us look them. like Unitarians. <laughs> yeah, Unitarians. <laughs> Super serious. Very serious. Wow. Well, good news for this guy is he's probably already baptized, so he's still going to heaven, right? <laughs> you know? Right. That's good. That's good. Um, moral of the story here is if you're using Grinder, do not offer to pay right. for anything, mm -hmm. right? Until you're in person with the person, <laughs> right? That's the number one rule. You know? Well, I mean, uh, I have not had a lot of dealings with, you know, prostitution or escorts or anything like that in my life yeah that said i thought there was like a lingo for that kind of stuff i mean well, i always thought donations were for companionship only and not on an exchange for sexual favors right yeah that's usually how it's framed like gotcha. you're paying me for my time 
Yes. Not anything we decide to do is between consenting adults. Right. Right. I mean, at least that's what you tell the judge. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. What you do is you show up with your Arby's card and you're like, <laughs> I'm trading this Arby's card to you for like a stick of chapstick or whatever. <laughs> or you're like, hey, I got this Arby's card and I accidentally dropped it in my pants. <laughs> that's right. You Be ashamed if you went in there to get it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't seem to get my belt undone. Going to need a little help with that. Right? Yeah. I feel like when you're trotting out sugar daddy, though, yeah. you take all bets off the table. Right? <laughs> right. You know, which who has, I love my wife. I would never like run around on her or whatever. But if I was going to, I would not want to like pay to do that. You know? Right. Like, I, you can find somebody for free. Can't you? Well, I. I mean, I guess you can. I don't want to be going to Arby's and getting a gift card like once a week or whatever. <laughs> but for the people who can afford it, I guess that's how you get real quality companionship. I don't know. I don't know that. I'm just I, saying. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you're in your 50s and you're wanting to date a girl in, in her 20s. Yeah, true. You're probably going to need to adjust your expectations. Yeah. Unless you can come off some serious Arby's cards. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. You make a compelling argument. <laughs> right. See, like, again, this is how I think it is. Yeah. I have no experience. Right. I, I, I have no money. Right. I couldn't be a sugar daddy <laughs> right. if I wanted to. First of all. I'd be a salt daddy, all right? <laughs> you want to put it in, like, if ladies out there, if you think your husband's trying to be a sugar daddy, just go joint checking account. You know? <laughs> exactly. my wife knows every penny I spend. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even, she just like will call me and be like, hey, I saw you put $4 on at the gas station today. What'd you do? I'm like, yeah, I got some Reese's cups and a drink, you know? <laughs> and I'm not sharing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm certainly not buying a Circle K gift card to give to someone. <laughs> $5 Circle $5. K <laughs> gift card. <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> fell in my pants. <laughs> Yeah. Deidre, if you want that $5 Circle K gift card, I guess you're going to have to go in there and find it. You're going to have to get it, babe. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, I just feel like I could find someone to have sex with me for free. <laughs> right. Maybe not a 20-year-old, but like a reasonably attractive person. Right. Yeah. I feel like I could do that. Mm -hmm. Strangely enough, women are not throwing themselves at me, you know? I have a friend. I don't know how to put this without anybody knowing who he is. But, all right, I'm just going to make up a scenario here. Okay. Okay. I have a friend, and he's missing an R. Lost an R. Right. Okay. Was right or left? Uh, right. In this hypothetical scenario. In this hypothetical scenario. <laughs> gotcha. And he was happily married, ended up cheating on his wife, and okay. getting divorced. Right? right. And I'm always puzzled that, like, a guy without an arm <laughs> can find, like, a woman to sleep with him. And yet no woman makes any sexual advances to me. And I have all working limbs, you know, yeah. it's kind of, that's a, that'll hurt your pride a little bit <laughs> well, when you think about it. Yeah. When you lose one arm, the other arm becomes extra sensitive <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and grants you extra control. Like, I don't know if it's just that I don't put the vibe out there or anything. I guess mm -hmm. that's more than it is. They, you know, I would imagine somebody's going to be a home wrecker's got to know that the home wrecky is receptive to it or whatever. <laughs> right. 
But I see, and like, I'm, see me. I just I'm in the same situation, but I just always assumed. I just what's the word I'm looking for? I just project such an air of honor. Yeah, right. Yeah, and 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 duty. That's right. And uh, just general goodness. Yeah, that no woman would even try to take me yeah. away from Tara because right. they know what a wonderful. Right. Good person I am. And no woman out there, it don't matter how sexy she is, how hot she is, she can't do it. She yeah. knows that she'll never be able to pull it off. <laughs> right. Well, that's what So I'm she don't even too. try. That's what I'm thinking, too. They know I'm halfway married and all that, <laughs> yeah. so they don't even try. But you would think somewhere <laughs> along the way, one woman, you know, just for like an ego boost for all my part, would, would just flirt with me or something. Nope. <laughs> nothing. 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 Yeah. And I get it. I got a mirror. I understand. <laughs> I know. I own a mirror. Yeah. But I also have two arms. You know? <laughs> right. right. You know? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You know, like, uh, I can do things with two hands, you know? <laughs> and I've also got a clean criminal record. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, maybe not. <laughs> For you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so let this be a lesson to you, Church of Christ elders out there in the world. <laughs> do not solicit sexual favors on Grinder <laughs> for Arby's gift cards. <laughs> this is the moral of the story. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Because that person on there could be an undercover officer. Could be. Right. So you're going to need like a gift card to the gun store or something for him. <laughs> you know? yes. right? Also, you don't offer the gift card in exchange for any kind of services. Yeah. Again, right. you just got to accidentally drop it down your exactly. pants. Yeah. Well, I'm giving you this gift card just to hang out with you for an hour. Yeah. Anything else that happens is between me and you. Hang out in air quotes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. We want to thank our sponsor, World Famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and the Cajun Curl chip cutter all on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, Arby's, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Girl Spice. Now, we're about to talk about our event that we had here in just a little bit. So I'll say Cajun Curl showed up. They had their chips. I got sent home with a couple of bags. I did too. I ate them all by myself. They're already <laughs> all gone. I ate them literally in like two days. They are amazing. <laughs> On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you'll find recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. Here locally, it's available at Vowels on Skyland Boulevard, Mark's Mart in Northport, South's Finest Meats, and Piggly Wiggly in Northport. And if your local grocer is not stocking the Cajun Curl Spice, ask them to start stocking it today. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel like an impeached president whose articles haven't been sent to the Senate while you enjoy your meal. It is all natural, and it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use the promo code EOP10 
That's EOP in the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we asked it to use the spice, but oh no, a bottle of spice accidentally fell down the front of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> we don't ask you pay full price. I was going to go in on a whole, the best way to solicit a, a sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship. Is on Grindr with Cajun Girl. With Cajun Girl. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have any experience, but yeah. maybe. Do you call, like, I know, like, an old man, young woman is sugar daddy, sugar baby. Do you call, like, an old man, young guy? Still, is he still the sugar baby, the young guy? Well, I mean, baby is a gender neutral term, so I don't see why not. Yeah, but I would, I'd try to come up with something better if it was me. <laughs> I don't right. know. I wouldn't want to be called a sugar baby. I would call it a Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Duly noted. Duly noted. <laughs> Uh, we don't have any reviews this week, but that's fine because we were actually going to talk about our event one last time. That's right. We won't bother y'all anymore, but it is over. It's in the books. In the books. Earth Oddities, first ever, only live show. That's right. And I feel like it went pretty well. It did. It was very hard to focus. It was. Yeah. And if you listen to the show, you probably picked up on that. I mean, we had trucks driving by and people walking by. And, and we're waving that. to friends. That's right. Yeah. And shout out to my good friends, Brian and Ian, who came, who I completely ignored everyone else who showed up <laughs> and talked to them for forever. Did you know they even listened to the show? I knew Brian listened to the show. Okay. I just didn't like, I remember them walking up, but they both have like huge beards now. Right. And I just assumed they were like, you know, some Calvinists <laughs> who were involved with the ministry and didn't really pay attention to him and then like maybe five you thought they minutes, were coming to convert you to right. reform theology five minutes before we uh ended i looked up and realized it was them and i was just like blown away so glad to see them but i'm very very glad for everybody who came out yeah uh the director of sdl ministries jeff he he estimates that, I don't know, maybe about 100 people yeah. over the course of a couple hours came and went. Right. Again, big shout out to Brandon and yeah. bringing his Cajun Curl chips Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. They were amazing. Huge shout out to Jalapeno's Mexican Grill yeah. for providing food. It yeah. was delicious. I didn't eat any of it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, not, I not ate because. most of it. I think by the time yeah. by the time the show was over, I, yeah. I, I was over there chowing down. Right. So. Yeah, I just didn't didn't have a, the desire And you were talking to, to those two Calvinists talking, over there in their flannel. I was flannel. talking to Brian and Ian, and I would rather <laughs> talk to them than do anything else. They're <laughs> amazing people. And, again, for uh, just so everyone out there knows, Jeff said that we raised about $800 nice. for children who don't right. have beds. And he says that that'll pay for 10 beds. Nice. So this year... Or, Oddity. Early 2020, yeah. uh, there will be 10 kids who had to sleep on the floor before, but now will no longer right. have to sleep on the floor. Yeah. And that's awesome. Thank y'all. Yeah. And I think you can still go and donate right on their website. Yeah, I mean, again, if you still want to donate, uh, sdallen.org, yeah. there's a donate link right up there yeah. uh, if you still want to donate to that. But thank you so, so, so much. The audience of this podcast allowed us to do way more than just yeah. me and you would have ever been able to do. Right. And we really owe y'all a lot. Thank y'all so right. much. But really, pat us on the back because <laughs> we did all the work. Okay. None of these kids would be getting beds if it weren't for me and Tiny. All right. So pat us on the back. Thank yes. us for the job well done that we did <laughs> for helping these children out. Right. Right. Yeah. But no, really, uh, to everybody who came out, everybody who supported it, donated and all that. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. It, it was, uh, 
Yeah, I was blown away by how many people showed up. I was too. I was yeah. expecting it to be me and you and like our Squirrel family. and Jeff yeah, right, and yeah. mine and your wives, yeah, and that was it. Right. Which, shout out to mom, forgot all about it, the thing <laughs> that was happening. But luckily, my wife clued her in and she yeah. showed up with all my aunts. So that was good. Who I ignored them too while I was talking to Brian <laughs> and Ian. You know, thank you for everyone who, who did support it. It was a worthy cause. Uh, I was very happy to do it. It went way better than I anticipated it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we, you know, it's actually up on Facebook, I think. Yeah, if you want to see it. If you want to see me and Tiny actually doing the event. The you know? camera does get fixed. Yeah, right. It starts <laughs> the out of the, video. the wrong orientation, <laughs> yes. but that's okay. Uh, we got all that worked out. and uh, I actually, because I'm an idiot, I forgot to hit the record button like until 10 minutes in. Yeah. So that first 10 minutes, I actually had to pull from the Facebook Live video. Oh. Thanks again to yeah. Brandon yeah. for having the idea to put it on Facebook or DJ else y'all would have got the first 10 minutes of the show. That's right. DJ Squirrel. Yep. But yeah, we appreciate everybody, you know, donating to this cause. If you still want to donate, please go mm-hmm. ahead and do. Uh, you know, there's never a bad time to help somebody out mm-hmm. in life. So uh, maybe uh, when you get all your Christmas bills paid and all that, you feel like dropping a few dollars to SD Allen. That would be great uh, because it's a really, uh, really needed ministry mm-hmm. in our community and probably in a lot of communities. Right. For all you, you know. Jesus loving people out there who've got a church, maybe think about something like this. Mm-hmm. Your church starting something yeah. like this as well. And, you know, I'm sure that we can affect people positively and help them out going forward all over the world by doing stuff like this. So I look forward to uh, maybe doing another one of these one day. Yeah, I was going to say that I don't want to jump the gun, but yeah. we have been invited back next year. Okay. Jeff was very, very excited about uh what the event was able yeah. to accomplish and, and the positive response from people. Yeah. So over the next 12 months, let's, we'll try to do it even bigger and better yeah. next year. We'll I'm, see where that takes us. But Unless another charity makes us a better offer, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> as long, so long as EOP doesn't cease to be a thing right. in the yeah. year 2020. Which I'm liable to die at any point in time. <laughs> or And don't forget that uh, Project Blue Beam. Yeah. Fire up and. You could do a hologram of me. <laughs> I don't even have to show up anymore, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yes, once again, thanks to everybody. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And you guys made a difference in some people's lives. And there's really nothing better that you can do in life than that simple thing. Absolutely. You know, if that's your legacy when you die is that you helped other people, mm-hmm. that would be a very worthy legacy to have. I definitely don't want to go down in the history books as the guy who built tires in a wheel mill. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, exactly. So anyways. I want to be known as comedic genius of the <laughs> successful Earth Oddity podcast who also helped a lot of people. Right. Yeah. I want to be the guy who has like women coming on to him all the time but turns all of them away because he loves his high school girlfriend who he married. Yeah. Yes. That's me. That's what I that's all I want, you know. I want my tombstone uh here lies the great and honorable paladin knight tiny <laughs> pretty good <laughs> at least neither one of us yet will be known as the guy who tried to trade an arby's gift card for gay sex <laughs> you know yes. that's a tough one to live down you know <laughs> well let's be fair let's be honest here this is the dude that got busted for yeah, offering true. True. Gift card. you know some people accepted probably along the way <laughs> yes. you know? yep. i mean hey, arby's is a harby's it's pretty 
good. I like it. And Jamocha shakes, man. Oh, they're good. They ain't no yeah. joke. The Arby's here, the one, and I don't want to get off on a tangent, <laughs> but the one that's, you know, uh, right in front of where Kmart used to be and all that. Yeah. It always makes me pull around to the other side. You know, like I'll like place my order, pay at the window, and they're like, pull around, we'll bring it out. Uh-huh. And I'm very understanding for restaurants, but that makes me irrationally mad for some reason. Well, they ask you to do that when there's nobody yeah, in line right, behind exactly. you. If yeah. you had this huge line, yeah, I could completely I, I understand. kind of get it. Yeah. But when there's nobody behind me, right. you're just doing that so you don't have to hurry. Well, and I think it's really they probably get some kind of bonus if they keep their drive through window time down, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so they're just trying to get a bonus. I try to tell myself that. But every time I'm always just like, oh, man, why do I got to drive around? Have you ever refused? No. I haven't. I'm not, I, don't, I don't have the balls to do that. I was just say, I've never refused to do that, but I'm trying to work up my yeah, courage right. to one day be like, no, I'm not moving. I passive aggressively pull <laughs> off as slow as possible. <laughs> but you they're gotta, the only place who does that. You know, no yeah. other, I don't, I haven't been to any restaurant who regularly does it. They do it every single time. <laughs> I've been asked to do that at McDonald's before, yeah. but well, maybe they kind of knocked that off because it's been a while since I've done Yeah. Well, that. I mean, I've had to pull around at Taco Bell once, mm-hmm. you know, maybe at McDonald's once or something. But Arby's but is every, every single, time. single time. It doesn't matter if I'm ordering for myself and nobody's in line or I'm ordering for five people and there are 10 people in line. They always tell me to pull around. <laughs> I always park as far away from that door, too, as I can. I mean, I would get over on the, not even next to the building side, on the other side. But like, you're going to have to walk. You're coming to me. Mm-hmm. You know, sorry it's raining, buddy. It used to never bother me, but then there was one day they forgot about me. Oh, and no. I sat over there for like eight minutes before I got up and was like, uh, are y'all still working on that order? <laughs> yes, I just had a regular roast beef here. And I was like, you know what? I bet if I was sitting at that window, uh-huh. I bet y'all wouldn't have forgot y'all it. wouldn't have forgot it all. <laughs> Man. Now give me three gift cards I'm trying to hook up with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar baby. Arby's trash fries, by the way. Already went through that before. <laughs> Horrible fries. Uh, well, you got anything else? No, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Very Merry New Year. 2020 yeah. is uh, is going to be fun. Merry hopefully. Christmas. Not happy holidays because we love Jesus, <laughs> right? We're holier than right. all those other broadcasts. Right. Yes, that's right. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Merry really uh, whatever you want to celebrate. I'm happy with yeah. you celebrating it, you know? Happy Hanukkah. I'm celebrating Christmas. Merry Kwanzaa. Yeah. Is there anything else? Um, Solstice. Yeah, solstice. because atheists celebrate solstice, don't they? I do. They. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. Atheists out there, I know there's some of you listening. Yeah, you know, correct us. But I thought there, there at least are some people who are like well, big sure time like, anti-religion. Yeah, and we're going to celebrate solstice. I'm sure there's like the uh, back to our pagan roots people. You yeah. know, like that are into all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. we're out, you know, holding hands around a tree and stuff like that. <laughs> right. So happy solstice. Yeah, happy solstice. Really, whatever you want to celebrate, I'm fine with it. You know, I personally celebrate Christmas and the birth of our Savior. Mm-hmm. If you Even though he cool. probably wasn't born on no, Christmas. Probably not. And look, <laughs> save all your emails about how we adopted like a Roman culture and all that. We already know all that, okay? <laughs> yes. 
Christianity was so powerful, we took over like pagan rituals and made them our own. Sorry. You know, <laughs> that should be celebrated. That's an amazing PR move <laughs> to get people to join up with us. We did it. Good job, early church. Thank you. Imagine if Earth Oddity Podcast was powerful enough to just be like April Fool's Day. No, that's Earth Oddity that's Day. Earth Oddity Day. And <laughs> yes. You're all doing pranks. And the whole world is Oddity. in on it and, and yeah. good with that. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah, really. Look. <laughs> Sorry, pagans and Romans. Y'all should have put up a bigger fight for your holiday. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Y'all the ones who lost it. This is why we're so defensive of like the war on Christmas. We're going to protect Christmas. We're not going to make the same mistake. (laughs) Right. Yes. We won the war on Christmas already. You know? The blood of the saints was spilled to take over this holiday. And now there's factions trying to take that back. That's right. No. No. It's ours now. (laughs) We're We're not going down without a fight. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm a member of a Facebook group called uh, When Will My Husband Return from the War on Christmas? It's pretty funny. Of course, they make fun of people who are talking about the war on Christmas all the time. It's really funny. I just love the name of it. It's the main reason I joined it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I really joined it so I could use it in comments when people talked about the war on Christmas. (laughs) Yes. But anyways, I haven't had big. That's kind of all died down this year. I hadn't seen a whole lot of that. Well, I think, you know, Starbucks brought back those precious red cups. True, yeah. (laughs) Impeachment took a lot of focus off of the war on Christmas, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. At least Facebook-wise. Which, and if y'all don't want to hear our comments about this, you can go ahead and turn (laughs) off the podcast now. We're done talking about news stories. But just briefly, the whole impeachment thing, you know, I think it's hilarious. There's people out there, a lot of people who understand this, but there's a lot of people who don't understand this, who think impeachment means the president's getting removed. Yeah, true. It means the president's going to trial yes. at the Senate, right? Well, yeah, but the, Republican- the House is currently holding the impeachment articles. They won't send them to the Senate, so no trial can begin. Right. So, But, I mean, let's just, this is the Republican-controlled Senate. True. That is going to try the Republican president. (laughs) Right. This impeachment is basically the same as giving the judge's son a speeding ticket. (laughs) What do you think is going to happen? The wild thing to me about it all is that for like a months they were talking about bribery right like hey man he's bribing this stuff but they didn't charge charge him with bribery yeah you know i was like hey man what do y'all let's stay on task here (laughs) yeah it's kind of wild that they didn't do that yeah and of course i was told there was inconclusive proof that bribery took place well let's be fair that the media throws around the word proof (laughs) very liberally nowadays well fake news everybody knows that Yeah, so it's wild to me, but whatever. I don't. I mean, a lot, a lot like the term "credible right. sources" were used in that UFO story we talked yes. about earlier in the show. Well, I mean, I just don't know if I was sitting on the. I don't really sit on either side of the aisle. If I was sitting on the Democratic side of the aisle, I don't know that removing Trump and having Mike Pence become president <laughs> would fix your problems. Is going to usher in a like new dawn of progressive <laughs> ideas. Yeah. Right. I just, I was saying, I just want to tell all my friends on the left to temper your expectations right. a little yeah. bit. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so. All right. I'm, I like Tulsi. I just want to say that. <laughs> I like Tulsi. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know that I would vote for her, mm-hmm. but on the Democratic side, I think she had to, she would, if they pushed her, would have a better chance of winning than probably anybody. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of like uh, certain aspects of Andrew Yang. Uh, you want that thousand bucks a month, don't you? <laughs> well, I hear you. I will say that you are uh, a union member. I believe robots are coming, <laughs> and when they get here, that's yeah. going to throw our economy into turmoil True. if we are not prepared. Yeah, uh, they did have a self-driving eighteen-wheeler who delivered butter across the country in three days. Yeah, this this I think it happened a week ago, and didn't need to stop nope. for yeah. sleep. Yeah, didn't need to go to the bathroom. Nope. Didn't need to pick up a truck stop prostitute. That's right. None of that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which there goes the fun. (laughs) You know who wants an RV gift card, a truck stop (laughs) prostitute? I mean, that's that's why you get into trucking. That's for all the truck stop prostitutes. For all the lot lizards, I believe is the technical term. Yeah. We got to end this. <laughs> I don't know how much Let's that end it on it. Lot Lizard. Let's just end it on Lot Lizard. Yes. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us. Whether you get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're on them all. Everything. If you would like to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, we post pictures. You can check those out, underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Yep. And if all of that fails... I'm really f- falling off on that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just want to apologize to all our three fans on Instagram. <laughs> well, we also have a super boring phone number that hopefully will be getting changed soon. Something a little, with a little more pizzazz. <laughs> but for this week, what's that phone number? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. Call now. Operators are standing by. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week and a wonderful holiday. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. Man, I can do that so well when it's just not people listening to yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs>